0: Good morning, I'm Tom Robinson with Sports. Atlantic and Green County square off in a week three non-district football game tomorrow night. The Trojans down Clark 47-33 in week one and lost to Glenwood 47-6 last week. The Rams head into week three at one-and-one one with a week one win over Perry 55 to nothing and lost to Carroll last week 20 to nothing. Atlantic head coach Joe Brummer is impressed with Green County. Brummer points to a couple of weapons on the Rams' offense. One is receiver Jack Hansen. The senior has four catches for 228 yards, and quarterback Gabe Ebersole is 26 of 45 for 356 yards.
1: Around 200-some yards in two games. So um, he's definitely a guy that they want to get involved early and often. Um, and, you know, their quarterback is a dual-threat kid. So it's definitely something that they have a very explosive offense with a very solid defense that um, overall, they're just a really tough matchup that is going to be a good football game for
0: it. Ebersol leads the team in rushing yards with 165 on 22 carries. He's
1: athletic. Um, a lot of those runs kind of come on unplanned kind of scrambles that they definitely do have him in the running game that he's done some really good spots there. But he's dangerous when he breaks contain, when he moves out of the pocket, Um uh, that he's just an athlete you know he makes the most of the opportunities that the defense gives him, um and he definitely has that speed there that when he gets to the edge like it's tough to get him down so um it's definitely something that we need to be wary of and account for that um he's an athlete back there first and foremost um that this happens to throw the ball at quarterback
0: Coach Brummer says the Rams 3-4 defense plays downhill. He says the linebackers play their keys and fly to the football. Speaking of defense, Brummer says the point of emphasis this week is tackling.
1: We've got to be better tacklers. Um, in our first two games, we definitely struggled with, um, you know, doing what we preach in practice of getting that peck to thigh, uh, getting the squeeze there on the legs, like cutting off the engine, mm. that we definitely struggled with just diving at ankles. Um, It's something we cannot do this week and something that we've definitely stressed and discussed and made sure that it's a point of emphasis of we got to make sure that we're better tackled.
0: And Coach Brummer says the running game needs to be successful. Uh,
1: We got to be able to establish the run. Um, You know, our play action pass game, our deep threat stuff comes off of us being able to run the ball. Um, So if it's Dante, Tyson, Gavin, uh, Colin Rudy, whoever's back there at running back, we got to make sure that we're establishing the run. We're getting good games, and we're being effective uh, when we do call a run play.
0: The Trojans enter the game with 676 yards of offense. 391 rushing and 285 yards passing. Gavin McLaren leads the team in rushing with 14 carries and 166 yards. Dante Hedrington has 17 carries for 113. And Colton Rasmussen leads the receiving core with seven catches for 101 yards and four touchdowns. We'll have the broadcast on 95.7 FM and audio streamed on westerniwatoday.com. The camp football team is off to an impressive season start heading into week three. The Cougars outscored their first two opponents by a combined score of 124-24. to The Cougars have a combined 414 yards rushing and 241 yards passing through the season's first two games. Quarterback Chase Speaker is 11-19 passing for all 241, along with 137 yards rushing. And Jack Fullman leads the team with five catches for 143 yards. Head football coach Barry Bowers says the players have stayed focused with the mindset of one game at a time and one week at a time.
2: Saying that 1-0 mindset every single week and trying to get better every single day, you know, with the preparation that we have. Uh, I think our kids have really bought into, you know, what we try to do schematically, but also from the standpoint of, you know, locking in and, and uh, being where our feet are at that moment in time. And and uh that's been really the the focus that we have i mean it's it's about the team it's not about any you know individual accolades or anything else like that it's it's all about the team aspect and and uh you know we we want to stay above that line you know and urban meyer had a a book and we've been kind of promoting this all through our school district this year as far as staying above that line being positive you know and and uh washing out all that negativity so you know we want to be on that approach we want to stay above that and and uh, continue on you know with what we're doing and and uh, let the chips fall where they may fall
0: cam's next opponent is East Mills the Wolverines are and one of the season with a 54- 36 win over West Harrison and a 70 to 32 loss to Sydney last week coach Bauer says he does not want to repeat what happened last year
2: because East Mills was our third game of the season last year and and uh, we went in and didn't play very well and they got us and uh, lost by two points, I do believe. And uh, they're our third opponent this year, and we go back down to their place. And and one of the things that we've been focusing on is not let the same thing happen what would happen a year ago.
0: And Bauer says they are well-coached, have great athletes, and have a long-time systematic approach under Coach Kevin Schaefer.
2: Uh, We respect, uh, you know, what they do. And and, any time that you can go up against a Coach Schaefer, you know, football team that... uh, you know, runs their screens and their passing game the way it is, then you know what? We, we look forward to that. But uh, uh, he's going to put you in some very tough
0: spots. The Wolverines have completed 63.6% of their passes using a two quarterback approach with Caleb Urban and Zach Thornburg.
2: Zach Thornburg, he went down with an injury uh, early in the first half last week with his shoulder. And, uh, you know, but uh, we're planning on him playing this week. Uh, But the kid that came in for him, Caleb Urban, he's a really good athlete that can chuck the ball and and, uh, really run the offense uh, along with Zach Thornburg. And so, you know, anytime that you get those two, you know, whether they're on the perimeter or whether at that quarterback, we've got to make sure that we watch out for them at all times.
0: Thornburg and Urban not only throw the ball but also run it. Thornburg has 10 carries for 100 yards and Urban 20 carries for 80 yards. The game kicks off at seven o'clock at East Mills. Well, Griswold is focusing on defensive assignments in week three. Zach Collins has this report.
3: Griswold took on Cam last week and lost to the Cougars 82 to 12. Coach Lemke says that his team is not where he wants them to be. He wants his Tigers to be more aggressive defensively and improve in the blocking game.
4: Uh, So last week we had a little bit of a rough go against a very, very good Cam Cougar football team. Uh, You know, we, we're not quite as far along in a couple areas where we thought we were, so that's kind of going to, be a, going to be a big focus for us this week as we work to be a little bit more aggressive on the defensive end and especially working to be a bit more aggressive in our blocking on the offensive end of
3: the ball. Griswold's Ethan Baxter and Mason Steinoff combined for 100 total yards in the game and two touchdowns. They had a lot of opportunities, but the offensive assignments need to improve on the offensive line to increase those opportunities and get where they want to be. Uh it's just getting back to getting our
4: assignments down, uh getting off the ball, maintaining maintaining contact with our blocks through the through the end of the whistle has been been an issue that we've had and we're continuing to work on. It. It's it's getting a little bit better, but we're still not quite where we need to
3: be yet. The Tigers will be taking on a one-and-one Cindy Cowboys team who just recently beat East Mill 70 to 32. The Cowboys are led by Grant Whitehead as the quarterback pass for 286 yards and threw for four touchdowns, while also rushing for 131 yards and one touchdown. Sydney also has a very good running back in Michael Hensley, who rushed for 185 yards and three touchdowns. Griswold is looking to hold their defensive assignments on an explosive Sydney team.
4: It, it just goes back to those assignments on defense. Uh, they're, they're explosive. They're going to get their points. So uh, just making sure that when, when we do blow an assignment, we shake it off. We come back around next time and we get, we get ready to go. And then uh, offensively that we're able to respond.
3: Griswold is not off to the start that they were looking for initially. But Coach Lemke has seen vast improvements in his team over the last two weeks. They're improving in blocking and getting more aggressive on the front lines. Griswold may not show that they are making progress statistically, but they are making strides in their overall improvement
4: so we are seeing some good things you know some, some our, our running backs are definitely running hard sometimes i know it doesn't feel like it but we are getting we are getting better at our blocking assignments we just need to carry those through a little bit better uh defensive wise you know i think we're very aggressive up front especially in our defensive lines um our linebackers are getting, getting a few more things figured out and our coverage has been a little bit better Better, but we're, we're we're working we're working hard on making sure we're getting there uh, and, we, and we've made progress and sometimes you're right you're right it doesn't feel like it but we are we have made some pretty substantial progress.
3: Cindy will be traveling to Griswold as the Tigers are looking for their first win since October 22nd 2021 and have the motivation to earn that win this Friday night. I'm Zach Collins reporting.
0: Well, Iowa State University is attempting to improve ticketing issues at the entrance gates this weekend. Last weekend, ISU fans were stuck in large lines before being let in. Ryan McGuire, Senior Associate Athletics Director at ISU, says he hopes removing the arms from the turnstile scanner will help fans enter faster. He also adds there will be more workers on site at the gate to help deal with any potential issues. Fans are encouraged to attend the entrance gates earlier for this week's CyHawk game. More sports on the web at westerniowatoday.com.